two. And we're back. Welcome everyone out there on planet Earth. You are listening to the Three Ugly Guys podcast underneath the umbrella of All or Nothing, where we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about nothing and everything in between. We're your host of Three Ugly Guys. I'm Joe. I am Paul. And I'm Corey. And welcome to episode three of our podcast. How you guys doing today? I'm all right. Oh, pretty We're, good. You know, it's, uh, you know. Well fed. Well fed. It's lifey. Very lifey. Air conditioned. Oh, Up the air nice. conditioner on. Uh, we just leave it on? Great. It's a hot one I mean, We'll leave the AC on. We'll see yeah, how well, it's it only gone until winter then in the other Yeah. Room. Well, I mean, I would hope I would turn it off. Your, your well, yeah. gonna be I left my windows open once during the winter. While the AC was... Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were open. That's not so bad, though. It's cold as fuck. I fart, but, but when you sleep, though, it feels great. Hmm? When Don't you sleep, like, when you sleep, because that's the best. Sleep. Yeah, no, but yeah. this was like all the time. I mean, oh. for like, it was like December uh, when I found oh, out no. my windows were so open. So every time you're like, "Why is it so freaking cold yeah. in here?" Damn, I didn't realize, and then I realized I was like, "I didn't, I never locked it, so it was open." It was like there was like like an inch of openness, and I was like, "Wow, that's, that's why it was always damn cold in here." Well, I just realized the other day in my room, my room always gets cold I'm upstairs, but the other day my outside of my window has been open for years. Like you know, like the window, then screen, and the window again, right? Right. The outside yeah. window, I realized, was open. I'm like. Oh, so more cold air probably gets in during winter. So I just oh, closed that. So hopefully that. this winter, yeah. and you're good. It's now. warmer. I hope so. All right. Very nice. Yeah, very random. All right, yeah. right, right, very random. All right, Joe Paul, what are we talking about today? today? Well, you know, I think it has to go down. I think you know people have been waiting for this. Yeah. yeah. Marvel versus DC. Oh shit! Bum, oh bum, yeah, I said bum. it. That's right. We're going there. All right. Where wow. are we going? I don't know yet, but right, when I figure that out, we're fucking going somewhere. All right. Well, where can we go with Marvel DC? It's a big. You can go anywhere. They're pretty much taking over. You know, besides, well, Disney, yeah, but they own Marvel. But like DC Marvel, that's everybody knows. Right. right. I mean, I'm sure, there's your few people out there who don't know what Marvel and DC is, but for those who do, comics, movies, TV shows, figures, games, pop culture, games, and just pop merchandise, culture in a lot of stuff. Figures. So yeah, this is a very, uh, it's a very broad topic. It's a very, uh, I would say, it, it gets heated. Oh, it gets, definitely gets you know, heated. People because, get really uh, your your team Marvel and your team DC. It's never both. It's, no, 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 you have to pick one side. You always have to pick one side. No, apparently. I like both, but I think I'm team people get Marvel. really pissed off. People who be like, they're really strict. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm team Marvel. Oh, I'm team DC. Uh, nah, it I just know it gets crazy out there. They will like fight to the death. Like, mine's better. Mine's better. I, know. I mean, we've been to many comic cons. Oh, of course, and, like oh, you actually, for anyone out there who's never actually been to a comic con. Especially one of the larger ones, like San Diego or New York, like everything we're saying right now, you could physically see. You see people. They really arguing. get into it. It's kind of ridiculous when you think about These it. These are grown ass people. It's great though. These aren't like it's, little kids. These are grown people. Yeah, it's great. We're, we're for being here. Us. We're just sitting in the background watching right. and smiling. That's like, yeah, why yeah, it's this great is, for this us. Is everything we love together. Yeah. And no, no, not that. It's ah. great. I was going to say it's great for us because we're watching people act Well, not that, too. I mean, you know, like, who doesn't want to watch that? But, yeah, uh, like no, arc. yeah, they really get into, like, you know, like, I mean, we're, we're nerds, 100%. We're, oh, come okay. on. We're, I, I love comic books. I love movies, TV shows. But, yeah, no, there's your diehard fans out there who will straight up tell you, you know, DC's better. No, Marvel's better. And they'll fight you until it's their, you know. Yeah, it gets weird. <sighs> but. That's why we're here. We're going to discuss it. We're going to let you Calmly. guys know what we think. And, yeah. you know, you let us know what you guys yeah. think as well. So. And we'll probably definitely not be the only time we ever talk about Marvel No, and Marvel DC. DC. This will, will probably, probably be, be a recurring thing. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's always going to find its way back. It's to too you. gigantic of a topic to not only do this once. Yeah, especially with a podcast such as ours. Especially with today's. We're going to talk about it all. <laughs> exactly. We're right. about everything and Marvel everything DC. <laughs> That's just our podcast. We're, we're longer theoretical guys. We're just the guys talking about Marvel DC. DC. But, I mean, today's day of age, you know. I think it's a heated, very big topic to talk about, you know, with the technology going on and the world of comics, you know, what's going on and, uh, you know, the day of digital, Yeah, you know. Is well, what a lot of people, I don't know if they, they, they just fail to realize or just fail to remember or especially what I've noticed in, um, you know, especially within the past 10, 15 years of everything exploding with comic book industry because of movies and TV shows and it's reached such a wider, broad audience. Um, comic books have been around since the late 1800s. Uh, People yeah, failed as, to realize as actual that. comic books. As actual comic it, books. It didn't turn into a superhero craze until 1938, 1938. with Superman. Right. And you then know, it was, like, back then it was known as the funnies. Right. It was all so the just funnies. comedy stuff. Just yeah. the funnies. Like hey, stuff, give, me, give me the funnies. Stuff that, that you would know. read in the newspaper, you know, yeah, on the, the little funnies. comic strips. And then 38 came and Superman and, just... And, and super that changed... Changed 
Everything. The world. Do you mean like the format of an actual we yes. know comic books now, or yes. like the first superhero uh, comic printed in a newspaper? The first superhero, pretty much, because I mean, like I said, but me, printed in, said, in the, no, in, the in a comic, well, in an actual yeah, comic book, not in a right. newspaper. No. Uh, okay, because the early 1900s was when the comic books started to form up, but it wasn't until right. the 1930s when Superman, the first superhero. The su- yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah, 38, I think he was, and the first yeah, 38, and then that just blew up. It was and, over after then that. Batman, and then Batman, and then you know Captain America, Marvel, you know, just well. Yeah. Spider-Man, timely comics, whatever, you know. But, like, and, uh, what, what Paul was saying about, like, the way people, you know, get the means to, like, you know, see and, and, and enjoy all this material is nowadays I feel like almost nobody reads comics anymore. Well, back then, I mean, it was like a necessity. Like, you had, you had you know, the late 30s, early 40s, right? What did you have back then? That's it. The you newspaper. Know, you, had, you didn't the have television yet. The radio? You, you had, had the radio, radio. You had movie theaters, but, like... You know, let's say you're a kid walking down the street. Let's say you're an adult. You're walking down the street in 1938, right? What do you do for fun usually? Play uh, jacks and yeah, marbles and all that, right? Them, Yo-yos. Stickball. You're walking. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. baseball was huge, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. So, But let's say you're walking down the street. You walk past the newspaper stand. You see something you've never seen in your life. You see this guy with uh, his costume and a cape, and he's lifting, lifting a, a car, car over his head. Yes. Yep. It's colorful. It's colorful. Yeah. Right? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is what, this? What is this? Mind Wait. you, back then, they used to just give these away with the newspaper. So mm-hmm. you buy the newspaper for, I don't know, what could it have been? Five cents to buy a newspaper? Oh, here. Probably cheap, Here's yeah. a copy of this comic book. It's new. It just came out. Yeah, it's 10 cents, whatever, but, you know. Whatever but, it was. Like I said, like, they've never seen this. You've no. never seen a visual of that because there's, there like there's no television yet. So, And even with the radio, I mean, the radio is an audio you, you thing. So the, 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 the and. It was expensive and to go no to the theater. There was, right. You had like your uh, noir kind of stuff, you know, the, mm. the police detective kind of like the dark crime com, like yeah. not dark crime uh, dramas and yeah, shit like you that. Like, you know, so you didn't really have superheroes. superheroes. Yeah. There was no, there was, there was, there was, there was, was no characters know. of like mythical proportions. Mm. So back in you know those days, it was really popular. People, especially you know, when the war started. You know, they helped for the war, the war bonds, yeah. and the, you know the kids. They they look for you know because the, the soldiers were heroes, and you know I want to read about heroes mm-hmm. too because a lot of war comics were big back right. then yeah. too. Uh, Case in point, you know, that was America. the golden yeah. age of comic book. Right. That started the golden yeah. age from I would say thirty eight till about what early fifties, yeah, mid fifties was the golden age of comic. Books. I mean, even even then the Silver Age came, which is massive for Marvel because yeah. that's when really Marvel. That's when Marvel really became took Marvel. Off. Yeah, you know, because and then you there know, were you, timely comics for years before that. Mm-hmm. That's when really Stan Lee took it in the next step. Yeah, him and Kirby. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Thor, Iron Man, The Avengers, Spider-Man. That took off. So, but then you jump to today, we got our video games, our movies, our TV, our tablets, or... And nobody... A lot. You look at the kids nowadays, you don't see them reading. Nobody's reading. Nope. I'll even admit, I don't read. I don't. (laughs) I dare you. I know, I'm sorry. I know. Comic books, yes. Well, that's a lot of people just collect nowadays. Right. They don't really read it. But this also goes to a point that uh, me and Paul have talked about for many years, Mm -hmm, um, mm because, you know, obviously we're big, you know, comic book fans. Um, And I know the three of us, we've all been to Comic-Con, we usually go, like, every year. It's our mecca. But because Paul and I are actually comic book people... Yeah, you guys are big into it. Right. I am not so much as much to your degree. It's actually wild, because when you go to a Comic-Con, like a San Diego or a New York, like the big ones, the... The biggest thing with those is everybody's like, yeah, I love Comic-Con, but it's so crowded because there's so many people. Like, Mm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's going to happen. Ironically, the least crowded areas now are the comic book stands. I would agree with that. Which I find hilarious. It's great for us because it's like we know Mm -hmm. we could breathe, do our shopping. I could stretch my balls out, you know, and not have to be on top of everybody. Wait, just literally pitching that, like pull well, your yeah, balls, you know, just like <laughs> pulling like them down. No, not that? pulling them. Just like taking long strides. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, out. I was thinking like stretching. Just doing out. lunges no, down the hallway. Well, no, that'd be gross because then I have that. to touch the books after. That's not sanitary. Wow. But like, you know what I mean? All right. Yeah, anyway. but, and the, the well, block is usually the more crowded spot now. Uh, but like more like the demos and yeah. the, the, the oh, yeah. games and stuff. The free stuff. The block is incredibly crowded. This line for free stuff and it's but it's crazy. It's front entrance. It's crazy because like every year, like I go to New York Comic Con and um, as listen, as much as I love Marvel, I I can't go to their stand. Oh, so the Marvel booth itself, right? It's packed. But we, people, we, how many but, times but have we tried thing. to people, meet people? In not the even past. just that. Like we go, like oh, somebody's signing. Let's go see if we can get a chance to meet them. Oh, we couldn't. Yeah. All right, come on, let's keep it moving. There are literally people that stand in front of that booth. 
for 10 hours. We don't even know when they get, because one year we were the first ones in the door yep. pretty much, and yet there was people standing there already. Right. I'm like, what, what the hell? But, but you could pass by the booth oh, yeah, multiple no. No, times during even... the day going back and forth doing your own crap. Nowadays you can't. And you that. see the same people standing there. What are you waiting for? There's a whole con here. Like, I, I don't you, get you it. Like, of, again. I mean, are you, you're pretty much wasting your money. Like, you're wasting your ticket. Right. Like, Experience listen, it. as much as of I course. love Marvel, I can't stand in front of that booth for like eight no. to ten hours, like, mm. waiting for freebies to I, get thrown into the crowd. I think the, the best part of Comic Con is walking around. It is. And experiencing besides, it. Every, yeah, yeah, taking besides, it all in. Besides buying and grading oh, well, comics yeah, yeah, like yeah. we do. But yeah, the best part is just walking around, taking seeing everything, everything. seeing everything. That's why I don't do like those panels or those meet and greets because it's just, it's so damn long to wait. You spend so much time waiting to get into it these is. things and you have to sit and watch the entire panel. You miss hours of that, you yeah, know, of the con. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I used to be big on panels like when I first started going, but then I don't know if it was a combination of that and on top of that, just like less things that were having panels I was interested in. Mm. I was like, I don't need to do this. I don't need to get to the Javits Center for New York Comic Con at like the ass crack at dawn, wait online just to get in the building, wait on a second line just to, get stamped, just to get stamped for a panel. Yeah. And then the big, okay, this panel's happening at 3 o'clock, and then I have to go back at 3 o'clock and just sit there. I might not even get a good seat. Yeah. Because that's another thing with the panels. All the panels are in like the same like five rooms yeah. in the Javits Center. So there's literally people... That'll be like, hey, I really want to see this panel at three and this panel at six. Well, it's ten in the morning, and I don't care about any of the panels before, but I want a good seat for these ones later. So I'm gonna go sit in the halls for the panels, all the way in the front for these panels that I don't care about, just to get a good seat. And they sit there all day. They kill the whole first half of their day watching things they don't care about, just to get to where they want to. And then that panel ends, they get out, and it's like, okay, let's go see the rest of Con. Oh, it's closing in an hour? Uh, I, I, just lo- I just lost my whole day. But there's people who do I that. I know people, I have friends who ask, hey, you want to go sit for this panel? I'm like, well, no. that's three hours. I kind of want to walk around and see everything mm-hmm. and shop and all that. And because realistically, what is going to happen to this panel that you can't watch on YouTube later? They typically yeah. record these anyway, and they put them I'm, out there. I'm not shooting. You know, the, the people like their panels. That's fine. They, you know, yeah, they that's what you go it. for. Yeah. Well, there's specific demographics yeah. of people who go to Comic Con. There's the collectors. They're the the meanderers. Mm-hmm. They're the art collectors. There's the panel the people, people. The cosplay people. Yeah. 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 Like we're not trying no, to sit here and people who just go there just for yeah. cosplay. We're yeah. Just for to... us, it doesn't suit our needs to spend all day waiting to get into a panel. That's not what we go. You know. Yeah. Like we, there, I, I respect that people go there specifically. I, I appreciate no, that they listen. even acknowledge. Like, you know what? Yeah, that's what I like to do. And those cool. Are the ones I don't who knock put it you on YouTube for us later. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So you know what? We got to thank them. thank them for that. Yeah. It's just funny, you know, going back to like you know what we really want to get into the meat and potatoes here today is that I love meat. I love meat and potatoes. Right? Delicious. Oh my together. god! So oh good. my god! The main reason Comic Con exists isn't even the main attraction or the secondary or the tertiary attraction people go to these conventions for anymore. I would say, in definitely recent years, DC kind of took a uh, like a dive in the whole Comic Con. I really totally see agree. Like, you don't see much of that. Marvel's always huge. Marvel's always Marvel, huge. You see, you know. even Dark Horse has its own section. Yeah, oh yeah. IDW has its own section too. So like does Marvel Boom. has. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Toon Boom, you know, yeah. or Kaboom. No, uh, Boom Studios. Boom, Boom Studios, yeah. yeah. Range and yeah. All. yeah. So, like, Marvel, you have a huge booth. You see it as soon as you walk in. And you have the cast from, like, any movie or TV yeah. show. You have freebies all the time. I mean, listen, DC, I love DC. They just kind of have their booth they're, all they're the way the to corner. one side of the building yeah. in the corner. Well, what are they producing that would be booth-worthy? They, they show the costumes and, stuff. and all that. But the they, costumes. Yeah. Once in a while, they'll have, they'll have a cast of a movie and TV show. But... People miss it all the time. I have people come up to me, where's the DC booth? Where's the, you know, they don't have the DC legit yeah. booth anymore. Like, they used to have a big booth sign. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think it has to do with pop culture and movies. I guess. I guess they don't like really... Nobody, I feel like almost nobody cares about the comics Well, anymore. that's with the DC Marvel. Like, what's... Who's, you know, who's winning the race, I guess you could say. Is yeah, Marvel DC, Who's, you know, who has better marketing? Who, which fans... You know, like who is, who who's is better? Yeah, but who who, the better who's doing a better job? I think we all know where that's. I mean, presently, I think we all know who's sweeping this whole. Yeah. Uh, right. Everybody knows. You know. Oh, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. But, but again, even as a big Marvel guy, like I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Marvel guy. Even I'll admit, it's like, yeah, they're winning based on movies, which is mm. great. You know, love the movies. They're making so much money. Blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. But. At the end of the day, if it wasn't for the comic books, of course, if it wasn't for DC, we would not have any of this. If it wasn't yeah. for Superman, we wouldn't have everyone else. That's yeah. Listen, I hate Superman. That's not. I do too. But you got to give. Yeah, you gotta but give if props. we did not have Superman, we would not have anything. And I mean, you know, there's a decent amount of people that understand that, and you know, there's still there's still a lot of collectors out there, but 
It's it's like it's just I don't know. It's just weird well, to me. Let's see who's doing what right. Who's doing what wrong? What's 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 Marvel doing right right now? Movies. Yeah, hundred percent. Live action. Um, their TVs. And why are they do, why why are the movies doing? Let's see why you know DC. Everybody always going to say ah oh, DC's being way too dark. Oh, or, or, or I, the producers. You know they they don't you know following the, the source material. Yeah. They're not you know. I disagree with that. You know why I disagree with that? You know mm-hmm. who's going to be like sure? I, I you're right. The Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. So does very, everybody want to tell me that that was dark. too dark and that's why mm-hmm. it didn't work? I mean, Dark Knight, I mean, that, that movie will ever, forever be heralded it as one of the greatest superhero movies it. of all time. Right. Literally had the no, word course, dark in it. Was, it was dark Knight was... I mean, Batman so, against, I mean, from, I think That whole trilogy. I think that's bullshit that, that you're going to say, oh, it's too dark, that's why it's not working. It's like, no, they didn't... There's many reasons why it's not working, but the, uh, listen, Suicide Squad was dark. I, it didn't work, but I like well, that it that was pretty dark. It's problems. In that, the was a me- a that was a dumpster fire in its own right, but I still like that it was dark. I didn't want it to be this no, like fluffy, has brightly dark. colored. Like it uh, shouldn't have been. And I think it also boils down to personal preference because, like, if, right, if we're going to segue over to the movies real quick before we bring it back, DC has always tended to do darker films. Marvels tend to be more a little more lighthearted, more for, well, the the kids, for the kids, merchandising, right, the kids, yeah, okay. you know, stuff like that, which you know I could respect, but that doesn't necessarily make them better i think the real problem i know we've talked about this you know offline many times but personally i think the biggest issue with the why dc's movies aren't always working out is because they tend to not pick the right people for the creative process and what i mean by that is marvel has tend to go find directors and writers and producers who actually give a shit about certain characters. Mm. Like, hey, I want to do this character. I like this character. I'm willing to do the research on this character. Warner Brothers tends to just be like, we're going to make a Batman movie. Um, who's, a, a good, who's a good director? Yeah, we need a, we need a pricey director. Yeah, let's just look at this guy. Do you know anything about Batman? Ah, you'll figure it out. That's how I feel. That's... That's that's how I feel. I mean, I don't know. You guys agree? Well, Do you guys disagree I, with that? I, I, no, you're saying we, we, yeah. a, f- a fan should make the movies, you know? Well, I think In a sense. I mean, I still want a director who knows what oh, the hell he's 100%. doing. Like, if, if yeah. Marvel came to me tomorrow and said, hey, do you want to make a Beta Ray Bill movie? I'm going to be like, yeah, I love Beta Ray Bill, but I don't know how to make a fucking movie. Well, yeah. Be a consultant on it. I, I think what's going on with, with the DC stuff is that there there's too much studio interference where yes. you have these executives yes, who don't know how yeah. to one executives don't know how to make movies. Sorry, you just you don't. You're not a director. You don't know how to fucking make a movie, and you don't know the source material. And then you're you're getting involved in telling these people who are trying to make a good film and telling them what to do. It's like, how about you make the film yourself then, if you want to get involved in the creative process? Could you like like again? There's a lot of hype around the Snyder cut. There shouldn't be any hype around the Snyder Cut because that's what we should have gotten in the first place. 100%. There shouldn't have been that much studio involvement in it. Could you imagine if we got like the director's cut for Suicide Squad and what the original film should have been look- looked like? That's also oh, why I better. feel like people are going to be pissed at the Snyder Cut regardless. Because sure. It's either going to come out and it's going to be great and people are going to be mad that we didn't get that in the first place or it's going to come out and it's going to suck and it's going to piss people off because they're like, I waited all this time for this amazing 100%. cut and it's terrible. Like, I- you're going to get... You're going to get a negative reaction either way. I feel like the first cut might even be... Uh, I mean, the, the first option might be even worse. I think oh, that would set a bad precedent of, all right, well, if the movie sucks in theaters, we'll just re-release the director's cut two years later and bring them back the hype and sell it again. Right. No, I think that's bullshit. If you're going to intentionally release a lesser quality product in theaters and then expect people to buy the better quality late after the fact, fuck you. I think that's a terrible option. That's a terrible option. I'm trying to think. One time Marvel uh, did that. X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. If you remember when it was being filmed, they, you know, it was going to be released in a few months, and they actually did reshoots. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This comes out in a few months, and you're yep. doing reshoots? I remember that. And in the lo- it, it actually, that was a great movie. Like, it, it act, they did everything right. Like, it, it legit, whatever they figured out, hey, we got to reshoot these scenes, and it, I congratulate them. They did it right. DC, every time, most of the movies, oh, we, well, we got to, oh, no, we got to fix this. Oh, no, take out that, take out that. And you hear about that publicity, and then just... I guess it brings the fans down. Like, ah, do it again, DC. Ah, look of at Justice course. League. It just did. How much bad mouth was over that movie? Suicide Squad in general. Like, well, and again, they don't want to invest fucking time to making a, a Marvel franchise. They don't want to spend ten years building up to the Justice League. They want to start Justice League now yeah. and work yeah, backwards. They want to catch up for some. But, but I think that's that's also a problem because now they're rushing it. Yeah, and they're like you said, they're not getting the right people involved. And you know what I think also to, I think the Marvel DC debate I just don't care as much about DC characters. Like Batman is all it's better than all of them in my opinion. I love Batman. 
But other than Batman, there's really no draw to DC characters to I, me. I would For say you personally. Me personally, yeah. I would say DC definitely has potential to get... Like, they're, off, they're off for a good start now. You know, they look at their past few movies. I enjoyed Aquaman. I, enjoyed, I thought Aquaman was great I enjoyed movie. Shazam. I thought Shazam was funny. Wonder Woman, you know, had you know, I thought it was good. You know, it wasn't perfect, but, but it was it's a good start. Shazam felt like more of a Marvel film than it felt like it a did. DC film, though. It did. You know, I, know, I never got around it. to seeing it, and I actually wanted to see it. Or I should say the original Captain Marvel. That's right. Yeah, it wasn't right. spectacular. Like it, w- it was very cliched. You knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, like there was, it, it there was not, nothing surprising. But you know, what? it followed this, the movie tropes. You know, yeah. it, fo- it, it hit every mark. It was different for a DC, for a DC I was film. Yeah, it was different for a DC, DC film. Same with Aquaman too. I thought Aquaman was very different. I thought mm-hmm. it was Aquaman also not Aquaman two the movie that didn't come out. So don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, not yet. It's coming out though. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, seeing that in theaters, the visuals was gorgeous. I mean, you could just with colors and under the sea and like, you know, I know Marvel has our you know Namor, but yeah, whenever we're gonna get that. But right now, Aquaman. Uh, uh, one day, I think even in general, Aquaman was more famous. Even though he didn't come first, but... He did Aqu- not come first, His name is more out there, I guess. His name is definitely more out there. Um, but, I mean, DC still has a lot of stuff that does work. For, their television line is fantastic. I have heard. And for decades, too. Look at the early 90s. We had, you know, the Batman animated series. We had... Oh, like animated League stuff, Unlimited. too. I thought about just live action. So yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, yeah like, the animated it, stuff always it, was it, it's, really good. I, it's weird I will say... Okay, no, I, I was going to say, because DC has their separate studios. You right. know, they can't just all work together exactly. and make a perfect... I don't movie know. I was going to say that. Um, I'll admit that the DC animated stuff tends to be better. All than the DVD Marvel movies coming. Yeah. All, all of those, yeah. all the animated movies they've made. Of course. Not that the Marvel Marvel ones are bad because they're not. It's just that the DC animated ones tend Nobody to watches be them. Like, unreal. Yeah, it's like comp on screen. Like they really exactly. go. You know, they really go balls to the wall with that. They're I enjoyable. Do, I do appreciate. Do, that. do you think also not having their own studio is hurting their franchise? Absolutely. Wise, because I mean, if you look at it, Marvel Studios. You know who's making these damn right. movies. And that's DC the, doesn't have that. Right. There's no DC studios right. producing DC no. movies. That's, that's the problem. DC is definitely a mess right now. Warner, Even in recent it's a disaster. Stories, like Warner Brothers they need is a new too 52. hands-on. Warner Brothers Again, is too hands-on. No. <laughs> Disney bought Marvel Studios literally like a year after Marvel Studios started, and they just said, hey, we own you, but um, we're not going to do any work. You're just going to let us know how much money you need for this project. Yeah. We're just going to throw you a check. We're, we'll give you 20 bucks. Oh, and look, look, it worked every it time. It worked every time. Save for like, it's what, two films out maybe. of the 20-something? Yeah. Like, That's a pretty good record. It Unbelievable is. record. Good. Whereas DC has the opposite effect, where they have like two good movies out of all the movies they make. Oh, for the uh, for, for, for the, for the know, newer the stuff. Yeah. yeah. For their universe they're trying to yeah. build now. For the universe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you go past, though. obviously the past... Pff. The old movies were fantastic. Well, okay, so but I, that's a good point you bring up too, mm-hmm. right? Marvel established a really good formula to pr- build a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And DC clearly was like, "Fuck that! We see it's successful for you. We're gonna do something different, and it's not working for them." No, but see, that's the thing. They didn't do something different. They did the same thing wrong. They did it backwards. They did it backwards. Yeah. I said from the beginning. Once Marvel Studios, like I'm not counting anything that happened before Iron Man one in two thousand eight. That yeah. was all. Oh yeah, of course. That was Iron all, Man, yeah. All those other movies that came out, good, bad, and different, however you feel about mm-hmm. them, those were all done by other studios because Marvel did not have their sure. own studios. The original so Spider Man movies, right? X Men, oh yeah, X Men. So yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at just two thousand eight forward. They had an idea. They implemented their ideas, mm. and then it, it erupted. Yeah. DC saw that happening. And they should have known, with no hate to them, because it's not their fault, but they should have known they are way too far ahead in doing this team aspect. Yeah, of course. So to do Justice League may have not been the best option. Especially for so quickly. I personally thought that they should have said, hey, who's the one character that we have that nobody ever gets tired of? Batman. Batman, yeah. They should have built to the Bat family, and they should have not done Justice League at all. They should have literally just did a huge Batman universe. They could have did, like, friggin' Batman 1 through 10, just all Batman movies, and in each one just brought in a different member of the Bat family, a different Batman so villain. the amount of villains you could just, Right. Yeah. There's enough to fill Instead out. Instead of cramming, well, like, 10 villains in one movie, you could actually spend You could have more. 10 movies yeah. with one villain in each one. And you could have you could have let that go for twenty years. Just do the whole animated series through. Well, yeah, film look, or go. yeah, like all right, yeah. So you don't want to do the Marvel formula. You had a great bedrock, which was the Dark Knight trilogy. I love mm-hmm. That was literally oh. your foundation that you didn't build upon. You you realized that how to make three excellent DC movies that were those movies are different than every Marvel movie that's come out since Iron Man one. Oh, 100%. hundred percent, and they, they're unbelievable. 
so they're well more well written. The last one's debatable, but hmm. then I think any Marvel movie that's been released since Iron Man. But for some reason, they didn't capture that same storytelling aspect in any of their other films. And that's what, exactly what they should have done. They should have focused on more realistic, darker storytelling. Like, you know, not like this comedy fluffy shit, but like real, real storytelling, real character-driven storytelling. I, I feel like it's just too plot-driven, where it's like, oh, haha, this, this thing, this magical whatever is going to give you powers, and now this whole thing is going to happen, whereas... The Dark Knight trilogy was really character-driven, which they're not really doing in these movies. I, w- I was going to say, if DC, you know, they'll take a step forward and then two steps back. Like, yep. they'll start out really good. Like, all right, we're on to something. And then they know exactly what to do next to, be, to you know, succeed. Then they just won't do it. And then they'll just do the total opposite, and now you're back in the bottom of the list. Like, for instance, Man of Steel. Decent Superman movie. You know, a good start for a new franchise. That came out in what, 2010 or whatever? 11, like, somewhere like that. Why didn't we have any, we had a sequel yet? Like, why did we, you know, right away we went to Batman versus Superman, Justice League. Like, Superman needed another sequel, I think. That, that was, a, you know, Man of Steel was a good start. Everybody Should've needed had that. a solo project, yeah. but again, yeah. right. they didn't want to be Marvel. But I'll, I'll even admit, I kind of, I, I liked Batman versus Superman. I, I'll say this right now. Ben Affleck, I thought, did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. I still, to this day, I still want my own Batman movie of just Ben Affleck. I thought he, he surprised me. And I will say, Ben, you did fantastic. If I can get you back, cool. Uh, the new Matt Reeves Batman movie. I mean, you know, I, I don't have high hopes for it, but who knows? Maybe it'll surprise me. Uh, but that's my that's my thing. Like, you you started something, finish it. Yeah. Now you're taking a step back, and now you start another Batman movie with a new actor, a new it's like, that, like. That's the problem. Like, if you're like, gonna start something, then go with yeah. it. Don't just be like, ah, uh, you know, mm, mm, uh, you know, change your mind. Let's, it's let's like Warner Brothers is run by a bunch of four year olds that get the shiny new toy, and then they get bored of it and go for the next one. Right, yep. but the toy's still there. And but it's the just toy's still there, like, ah, uh, and it's still completely you know. fine. Yeah. Well, because look, I mean, when we, Iron Man, you said came out what two thousand eight? Two thousand eight. So yeah. Dark Knight came out in two thousand eight. So that was a great year for movies. They yeah. both had great foundations for something that could have been excellent. One you know, company I, followed, and the other one didn't. And I, and our, I, I think everybody would agree that Dark Knight did it better than Iron Man. I mean, I'll I, even I remember that year. Yeah. The movies. I, I remember when uh, Iron Man came out. You know, it was, it was huge. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. People kept saying, "Well, Dark Knight's not, not coming out." You know, it's, I, I remember another, that. No yep. month. Wait till Dark Knight comes out. Wait till Dark Knight comes out, and you and know they were, in my opinion, one hundred percent correct. Yeah. And then it came out, and it was like, "Whoa!" And you know. they dropped the ball after that trilogy was over. And like you just said, they had this Batman, then you had Ben Affleck, they have what Robert they Pattinson Robert Batman, Batman. and you had the TV Batman show. It wasn't obviously yeah. the what right. were no, you accustomed yeah. to, Gotham, but yeah. you've had four different types of Batmans in oh, yeah, the span Gotham, of twelve yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's how many reincarnations of Batman do we need? Characters. Right. How many times do we need to see his fucking parents get murdered? Yeah. When you know, all, as an origin when story. When all they had to do was oh, say, like, hey, we're going to make the Dark Knight trilogy starting in 2005. Yeah. We're going to do the trilogy. And then, all right, we're going to do Robin. We're going to do Huntress. We're going to do Jason Todd. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna, and, and frig the Justice League. Could well, you imagine seeing, like, on screen when Joker kills... So you're saying with that uh, universe? What's up? You're saying with that universe? Yes. Because yeah. personally, I f- personally feel that both Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan may have stayed on the project if that was the plan from the beginning. Hmm. I'm just trying to imagine that Dark Knight universe as you know with Justice, you know, with those other superheroes no, out there. No, we're, a, n- we're not doing those. We're not- no, I'm saying they should have said uh, okay. Marvel's doing the Avengers, and we're way behind them. Why are we going to waste our time doing we'll Justice League? Let's do something different from yeah, them okay. that you can't compare because that's that's the problem at the end of the day and this is why i actually feel bad for dc and dc fans even if they turn it around right now there's still there's always going to be the comparisons marvel always. versus dc that's Avengers why we're talking about it today. Yeah. what movies are better exactly that's why we're talking about today whereas you can't please both you know no you can't yeah. but whereas if they would have just did like let's if, let's say they would have just did the bat family and and the, they would have did the bat family universe and it would have been going on for 10, 10, 11 years, just like Marvel's doing with the Avengers. Like, yeah, they would have been running at the same time, and you could have made comparisons like, oh, the Avengers movies are all fantastic with all these characters, and the Batman movies are all great with all these gritty characters and whatever, but you can't do the direct comparison to make one look like crap. Because no. at the end of the day, you're not taking a conglomerate team of superheroes and a conglomerate team of superheroes fighting big enemies. You have that over here, and then you have Batman doing all his crazy dark Batman shit over here. So, like, you can't do too much comparisons 
but that way both wins because nobody looks like they're doing something wrong. Well, and it also doesn't like one's copying the other. That, that too. No, we don't want. It. So yeah, like, I, I can go to the, the the Batman stuff and go, oh, this is actually kind of nice to not see them fighting, you know, planet eating monsters because and I want to see the more realistic. Yeah, not that I'm saying blowing Batman. up a city. And yeah, it's more down to earth kind of a storytelling. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, the Dark Knight trilogy in general was just more realistic. Yeah, you, know, you can yeah. picture it. You can see it happening people yeah. a lot of people like realism in their movies yeah. mm-hmm. that's you know why like you know cop dramas and stuff like mm-hmm. that exist it's like it's real like this shit could happen most of the superheroes or supervillains so you're saying i Bat- can be batman if you have enough money and can afford a weaponry you have sure. the intellect and the karate skills yeah that the, too uh, martial arts for 10 years and train and but like well look even at uh, the watchman Right, mm-hmm. that's unbelievable. Right, but it's still it's a real it, life setting. It still feels grounded in something realistic, yeah. and it's dark, and it has weight Gritty, and gravity right. behind it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like the, a lot of the Marvel films are just too fluffy and if too you, like. Yeah, I, I feel like so, if you get exposed to gamma radiation, you're not going to become a superhero. Yeah. You're going to die. But and I also even too with the Marvel films, sometimes one of the things that actually does irk me quite a bit in their films is when you have a perfect emotional scene. And you immediately fuck it up with comedy. comedy like okay. You have oh, to yeah. make that fucking joke at the end of it. And it's just like, well, that just ruined the entire mood. Like, this was a great heart-to-heart moment that we just had right here. And you just fucked it up because Rocket had to make a joke. Or somebody had to say something dumb. You can't just fucking leave it as that. Certain scenes, Everything has to be a joke. Yeah, certain scenes call for it and certain ones don't. And I the, agree. And another thing that, that I actually don't like about the Marvel movies is besides Thanos and Loki, every villain dies, dies. in one yeah. movie. Yep. If you and again, because like the real basis of all this shit is the comic books. If you read the comic books, yeah, nobody dies. They come back. They eat, well, well, if they do, they yeah. come back. Yeah, or I was if, saying they or most of them don't continued. die. Yeah, to be continued. They always get away they until always next get away. day. Avengers, are, you know, you know, like I'm going to tell you right now, they, they're making this Black Widow movie. It's coming out, and I. I would put money on Taskmaster's going to die, but at the end of the movie, uh, he's yeah, going to get killed. I'll, I'll, I'll probably say that. Probably. Well, because if you think about it, th- that's the only way they don't have to explain the absence of those characters in the future films. You know, because it's like, but see, oh, but this see, person's still. Why is this this villain still alive? And has why aren't they in this movie? But see, here's the thing: because if you look back at the, your source material, the actual comic books, they don't explain those things in every story. If you have an Iron Man story where he's fighting the Mandarin. You're not sitting there while you're reading that wondering where the kingpin is. Sure. No, yeah. you're just not paying attention. It's like, okay, whatever. And then you'll, you'll move on to the next comic book, and now it's a Daredevil comic. Oh, cool, here's the kingpin. Like, they should be doing the same thing for the movies. Like, well, I cool. shouldn't yeah. be... They just show up randomly in, like, right. like a background scene yeah. and the news. Well, and I think because with the, the comic books, because it's so expansive and there are so many villains, it's easy to forget about that. But when you, I think in the movie realm, when you focus on a specific villain, you expect them to linger if, there's, if, they, if they survive, right? So you know what a great comparison is to that and that we can't do because we were born in the late 80s and early 90s? Because by the time we were born, you know, comic books have been around for like 50 plus years with all these characters. We would need to talk somebody who was a kid when this shit first started coming out, where there wasn't that many characters. So, like, when you're reading a Fantastic Four book and you just met Doctor Doom, and now you jump over to a Spider-Man comic, they might be like, where's Doctor Doom? Because mm. there's only X amount of characters that have been created at that point. Mm. So everybody's still fresh in everybody's mind. Nowadays, you open up, like, you're going to read, like, a Marvel comic on Squadron Supreme. First of all, I just said that, and most of you out there probably don't even know who that is if you're not nope. into comic books. I do. But, yeah. Anyway, mm. not, not important. Not brown cow. Right. The point is, it's like you're reading a Squadron Supreme comic book. There's so many characters that ever existed. Like, you're not thinking, like, what happened to Annihilus? Like, where's Annihilus right now? Is he in space? What's going on? Like, uh, I was say, half the crowd right now doesn't know anything you're saying right now. No, but no, I get not. it. I mean, those just show up randomly. I mean, I'm trying to think. With comic books in general, I mean, can Marvel, can they be dark? Should they go dark? They've had some you know? moments, but compared to DC's comics... Like you, you know, Corey was saying, with the whole different. they turn it to comedy, you know, after an emotional moment. But like, DC's known for their dark stuff. You know, would you guys want to see a dark Marvel movie? Absolutely. Movie? Yeah. I think it would depend on the character and what and how, how what it, the approach yeah. was. Hmm. I think because I mean, you can't just make anything serious and hope it works. Because sometimes no, th- certain be moments shouldn't be serious, or of certain course. times like you're you're force feeding seriousness. Mm-hmm. I think. 
I think Logan was a good example of that. Logan was yeah, great. Right? Logan. Um, I heard no complaints about Logan. Everybody no, loved no. Logan. Everybody loved Logan. Yeah, that was a... Yeah. I mean, and also, as far as trailers go for a superhero film, that was one of the better trailers I've ever seen for like a, oh, a superhero character yeah. trailer. I mean, it really kind of hit you. You kind of felt the emotion in the trailer. Plus, I think with our generation, you know, when we grew up, we were kids when the first X movie, you know, first came out. I was what? Of course. I was 11. When did that come out? Yeah. I was in elementary year, school year when that came out. It, came out. So it was 2000? We're, you know, we, we, we were used to Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and now, you know, we're adults now, and we see him as his last movie as Wolverine. Like, wow, that, that hits us hard. It's like, yeah. like, we feel him, like, we feel his emotions because we've lived with him. Yeah. We see him. It's like, it's like watching a kid grow up. We watched him grow up. Yeah. We, we watched Logan grow up. You know? Well, it's like when Iron Man passed in uh, that too. Infinity War. I mean, spoiler we, we, alert, Corey. It's been out for over a year. Yeah. Well, there's some people. There, out there we are no longer you know, beyond the realm of spoilers. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, also, if you haven't heard about it by now, I mean, I know, how have you avoided that? I know. But it was like the same thing when you watch Tony go. I mean, you've been following him for 12 years. Yes. Or 11 years at that point when it came H- out. Him and like but, Hugh Jackman. We, you know, we can't yeah. imagine. Uh, all the superheroes, we can't imagine, you know, well, okay. so, for that long of a distance, you know. And I think that's another thing that DC is not doing. Because we're not used. Exactly. We're not used to the same character. Yeah. And we don't care. We, oh, 100% a new don't Batman care. Cast. All right, what else is do? Because it happened yeah. our whole lives. You're ruining the Batman franchise by restarting it every few years because you don't follow the formula from the Nolan trilogy. And then, all right, let's say you kill off some people in Batman. I don't care, honestly. I really don't care. If Robert, they're like, all right, we're going to kill off the Batman and Robert Pattinson, or right. whatever. I get, I'm, that is right, Robert, Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't care about him. I don't care that the fucking Ben Affleck was in the uh, uh, Justice League. I just don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I, I, I really just enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman. I really, I thought that was a good I, franchise. There's nothing wrong with him as Batman. It's just that they he, don't, no, I don't yeah, he's care great, enough. I got hooked on the. No it one. looked like he cared because you know he he was yeah. supposed to do his own Batman movie. He was yeah. going to write it. He was going to direct it. Like he, you could see it, he really wanted to do it. And then this, I feel like the studio was just pressuring him too much, and it just got to him, and he just, you know, that was that. But like, I really wanted him to see what he would do with that. But there's no longevity. No, like, oh, now oh, why like, are we doing another one? Right. I mean, now is Robert Pattinson. Like th- this Batman movie has nothing to do with the DC, the rest of the DC universe. You know, like so it's like. Are we going to care now? It's like mm-hmm. we know he's never going to meet, the t- unless they do a whole multiverse movie one day, which I mean, it's possible, but. Or are we going to get another Batman in that DC universe? Who knows anymore? Yeah. I, I don't know. And then, like, what route are you going to take? Are you going to redo the same things that they did in the previous movies? The, the one thing they got going on right now, DC, is, like I said, the, the television. You know, like the CW shows, I think for the most part, they're really popular. They do run maybe a few, maybe too many seasons, seasons. I, I would say. Like the, every show on CW, the first couple seasons are fantastic. And I know from speaking around a lot of my friends and fans, you know, they're all like, well, by season three, by season four, kind of drops. You know, Arrow, Flash, you know, they're all still good shows, but for the most part, the first couple seasons were the best. Right now, Stargirl is really good. I heard Titans is really good. So mm-hmm. DC Television, all right, that's working. It's definitely doing better Let's than Marvel Let's incorporate that. Uh, yeah, Marvel. I mean, that's a whole mess right now. We don't know when we're going to see our, you know, the Netflix Marvel shows back again or the Marvel exclusive well, on Disney Plus. Well, and, well, all right. So, I think the um, the Disney Plus shows that are first coming are directly MCU connected, and they're going to get the same movie budgets as far as money to make the show. So, I'm not worried about. I those. think those are guaranteed to be good. I think those guaranteed to be good. I'm talking about like the actual TV shows that so they like made, Shield, not Netflix. The, yeah, the live action Shield. shows. Yeah, the live action shows. Um, Pretty meh. Yeah, um, for the most part. Like, if you miss it, eh. It's not really a big deal. You know, I think the Netflix shows were, like, the best the ones The Netflix shows were better. And not even all of them. Just, like, not even all uh, of maybe them. Maybe, like, half of them yeah. were really good, and the other half were like, eh. Yeah, so we'll see what Disney does with those, because, you know, I think, they're going to get I the think they're going to be good, because it's the MCU people. It's their right. studios. Exactly. You, you so can't I'm mess that up. I'm not worried about those. Yeah, but, I agreed. But as overall, as far as, like, the TV, I think I give the edge to DC. Yeah, I give no, the so I give the edge to DC on the TV shows definitely, and probably animated films. Hundred percent animated 100% films for sure. Animated films. Or do we go back to the early nineties with the Marvel X Men? I was going to say the X Men Spider Man. Oh, oh, you mean the that cartoons? Was good I was too. That, was, that cartoons. was anime right now. I yeah. mean, how's the Marvel doing right now with animation? I, uh, how many Spider Man cartoons has been in the past? A lot. Five years. There's been a too lot. Many, right? And, like, like I hear, I hear, so I hear they're all pretty good for the most part. I've seen a couple of them. I haven't seen all of them. It's so. like every year. But do we a need so many? Like this is the problem. Like you're literally watering down. Well, no, because like, like I said, growing up in the '90s, we had X Men and Spider Man. They lasted 
a few seasons. Absolutely. So grew with this those characters. Also, yeah. This those also voices. that I've noticed that I feel like the animated TV shows are actually more directly linked to the comics than the movies are live mm-hmm. action yeah. or animated because if you look at the comics, like if you look at Marvel Comics, there's like 10 different Spider-Man series happening at once. Oh, of mm-hmm. course. So... Personally, I don't enjoy that. That's like way too much. You can't get into anything. How am I well, especially ones? if you're buying yeah. the comic. You, you, know, you got to think. Broke. All those series that are happening, none of them ever last long. They last like nope. what five, ten, and 15, then they get 20, rebooted again. Like and then they get months later. issues, and then they get rebooted. Issue one coming out again. Back in the day, obviously, in 1963. You know when Spider-Man got his first series. You had one series. One series. That's it. That lasted decades. Same character, same still Spider-Man, going yeah. still going yeah. on. So they still have the main. Spider-Man series. It's mm-hmm. like, what issue are they up to? Like 800 or something like that? Well, right that, now? Plus they, but they always go back to number one again. Like they always but, but then they it. always make these But it's still off- the same series. They always yeah. make these offshoots, these side series, Spectacular, these, these special little whatever, web. and it's like the same character, but it's like a completely different offshoot series happening at the same time, and it's like, it's too much. Well, I think, yeah. I, I think that's a money marketing. Oh, know. that's Absolutely. 100% yeah. a money oh, marketing let's get, thing. You know, it's oh, like, it's a, and it's because cr- it's a crossover. You have to buy part one in this series, right. and then part two is in this series, but, and part three is in that series. But and I think that's... You guys want to talk about why... People are not reading comic yes, books as much that's anymore. Like, that's a huge barrier to entry. Oh, of course, money uh, in general. Yeah, you know how much a comic book is cost. Well, not even that, but <laughs> getting how do you get started in a project that branches off in so many directions and then ends? That's a huge. Oh yeah, pro- if, like if where you have, do you even start? If you have someone right. right now who's like who's brand new to comic books, and they're like, all right, where do I start? Well, if you want to read this story, you got to read this comic book. It's, this is, and then part two is in this comic book. Oh, and if you want to read that character, he's also in this comic book. And, and well, that's too many. I just, just want to start from number. It's like I yeah. just went to the comic book store with a ten dollar yeah, bill. I, yeah, now and, I spent. Uh, now I spent seven, yeah, seventy dollars. Seventy bucks. Yeah. Where, where, like when I go, right, so I get a lot of the, um, like the graphic novel versions right, the, of the trades comic and books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when Cheaper I go to the, the comic book store, I look where look even at the salmon over there. I look for where it says number one on the bottom, mm-hmm. and I look. Oh, here's number two. Oh, look, here's number three. I know what order I'm getting them in, right? To get the the comic books themselves, you got to backtrack. Of course, it's it's very difficult. Even with um, the new uh, the Dark Knight, the Snyder, um, yeah. Um, a lot of them like all right. This is in Huntress. This number. This is in Robin Hood. This one. And this is in Red Hood. This one. But that compiles them all together into one comprehensive. Oh, the Snyder Cut. So you know uh, what? The, the, yeah. the, the is that uh. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, when the so, Quarter Owls came out. Yeah. All the crossovers. Yeah, and Death of the Family. Right. Put them DC all together in it. order. Yes, I like how they do that. They I appreciate that. book in one giant book, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So you, so if it's you are, easier. like, I would have never bought those individual issues. Yeah. So I wouldn't even have known where they fucking get them. Because you wouldn't have known where to start. They put the arc together. Black and is, yeah. That's good. Marvel should do that then if they want. They should put do the they? arcs together so people... I don't think they do. I don't think they do. They do the Marvel Master... You know, they put everything separate, I feel like. Or give people a comprehensive guide to figure out. But even that seems cumbersome. Like they shouldn't. All right, you shouldn't have to. If, do I, wanna, have if I want to read Spider-Man, some, but not, not like DC. I, no, DC there should only be matter. one Spider-Man I, I should follow. Now I have to buy all these different versions. Right. And plus, I well, I don't know what's the difference between this Spider-Man and this one. The costume's a little different. Is there anything else? Uh, maybe some film. other some, stuff. Honestly, you know? yeah. being a, my point of view, sometimes like Peter Parker would be different. His, yeah. One comic book, he's more funny. And this one's more serious. Yeah. This, yeah. this one, he's a dick. Yeah, exactly. it's yes. like, oh, but which one's the real Spider-Man? Oh, well, and they like, all it's are. It's kind of ruining yeah. the moment then. Like, if, you, if this arc and this comic book is being serious tone, and then this one I'm reading, he's a, a clown. I'm like, oh, now, yeah. now I have that in my head that he's a clown, and it just now that serious moment that I just read yep. doesn't I, click as I well. I think it comes down to trying to appease an audience. It's like yeah. everybody loves Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. some people like funny Spider-Man, and some people like serious Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I think the industry is wrong for doing all this, but at the Absolutely. same time, the, pe- the fans are just as wrong because... There's too many opinions. They're, con- and they're, they're letting this shit happen, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a problem. See, I think sometimes... Oh, man. See, again, that's a dangerous thing to set up. You have fan opinion, you have studio opinion, and you have the creator opinion. Sometimes you have to kind of give to all of them, and sometimes you need to tune them out. But when... I think it's hurting your franchise. Maybe you should start listening to other people. Because, again, at the end of the day, you need the fans to buy your shit. That's true. And if you ruin something... Listen, fanboys are hardcore. You know, you, you oh. piss them off. They, yeah. I mean, they don't, they're, they don't, they're un- relentless. So. I don't know who's worse, comic book you know, fanboys or uh, wrestling fanboys. I don't know who's oh, worse. Oh, that's a different podcast for that's a different a whole time. different... It's <laughs> a whole different <laughs> podcast. Hardcore. Hardcore. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot of great fans out there who, you know, have legitimate, you know, solid opinions with reasoning, but... A vast majority of the uh, the industry is, is just a lot of fan For boys. the most part, I mean, uh, you know, growing up, 
comic book fan, I'm still happy I see both DC and Marvel on film, like you know, in the theater. Like, sure. Who yeah. would have thought? You know, it, it's nice to see it happening in yeah, general. Yeah, like back then, remember when it was you're a loser if you read comic books. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember as a kid, I used yeah. to. I wouldn't tell anybody in high school that I read Same. comic books because I really didn't want to be. Wasn't, it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Now it's cool. Now it's. I miss that mark. But I'm now, like, damn it. Now yeah, I'm but old now, and... yeah, but it's also annoying because like, yeah, it's cool now. Why? Because you think it's cool. And you're not even... I always it, thought it was cool. No, 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 not Oh, yeah, you. well, yeah. I'm saying, like, as if we're talking to oh, other people. Oh, you're saying, is it cool because they think because it is? Because it's in now? It's in, or yeah. because they actually like or is it? it or, or are you actually reading reading right. the shit that well, I was no. reading yeah. 10 years ago? For the ago. most part, obviously, all the movies that come out, half the people that see those movies don't know... They have no idea. ...squat right. about the comic books which, and all those characters. You know, which is, is fine. That was me for some of the like some of the stuff that was coming out for the Marvel. If anything, it might bring people into comic books, maybe. It should. You know? It should. Well, again, if you have an easy entry way right you like, to make it too convoluted to get involved nobody's gonna get into the comic books it's yeah because most people are casuals so how do you get your casuals to start buying your comic books you mm-hmm. gotta introduce you gotta make it way. yeah and you have to of make course. it easier for them to get into it right. so you you can have your your line for your hardcore fans i'm never never neglect your your foundation right the people who right. built that up you but always take don't care of them shy away from getting the to, casuals. you need to find a happy, you need to, to find in. a happy yeah. balance i think perfect example Dark Horse, Umbrella Academy. Okay. Oh, I could see yeah. that. Dark Horse, you know, uh, people who don't know Dark Horse is another comp- comp- company. They do Umbrella Academy. Now, I obviously I watch. I mean, I watch. I read comic books. I never read the Umbrella Academy. I knew about it, but I never read it. It wasn't one of the mainstream comics. It was indie comic. You know, it was very on the side. I watched the show. Fell in love with the show. Now I bought the trades and comics. I'm going to read the Umbrella Academy. So is that it? that brought me in. That you know, just watching. I was a casual fan watching Umbrella Academy. And they did a phenomenal job of getting me, and now I'm going to read the comic. So, and I, from speaking, you know, around, I hear a lot of people enjoy the Brill Academy. So they did so it I've well. Heard too. They they really did a good job of just making a show kick ass for anybody to watch. Same with the boys, oh, kick ass. Oh, okay, the boys. Okay, yeah, look at Perfect the boys. Example. People love that show right now. It's a dark show. It's an adult show. It was, it was right? a dark comic you know. book, but a lot of people never read the comic book. A lot book. of people yeah. didn't even know it was a people comic didn't, book. That same with yeah. the American. People didn't know it was a comic book. They're like, wow, this is, you know, they think it's a Netflix original, an Amazon yeah. original. They didn't know a lot yeah. of this stuff. But look, that, that adult draw really mm-hmm. pulled them in. Yeah. So being dark can work it just, it's, if it's done if right. Doing it pro- well, if you're doing it the right way. Who would Marvel start with, though, if they were going to take the dark route? I mean, we got, it, it works. It does work, and it's I th- possible. Well, I think the Netflix shows were I would say the Netflix was definitely well, like, a good what start. What character would, like, well, should they start we, with? We, we've had Punisher, right? Yeah. So do we do, oh, you do mean we if we're back? doing someone brand new, like, hey, we're going to take a brand new Marvel character that we haven't done anything with yet? Or, or, like, or, who, who is right. the best suited to you're have saying, like a Dark Knight kind of movie? So then I say, do we either A... Get a movie of the new, of the, you know the, the Netflix Punisher, or do we B start fresh with another another character that they character, haven't done yet? Right, we haven't done yet. Do we start with him, or do right. we just go? Or do hey, we say hey the Punisher? Play because the safe route and go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Punisher. That is a safe route. I think you have an opportunity for Daredevil to be dark as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, I, mean the, I would want to see another. I would want to. That, I would want yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah, oh, hundred yeah, percent. I, I mean, he was phenomenal. Just, right. That was an amazing. I love that four TV series. series. You know. I would love a season four. But g- given the fact that the rumors out there right now is Disney wants to try to get John Bernthal back to continue being the Punisher, that's well, fine. If, if you're going to do that, that, then you might as well just start there. He would be your foundation. Yeah, and then you could branch off from there. Like what character? No, that universe that could start a whole dark. You know, that tone. Daredevil could interact. I still uh, think. I still think that they should because they're already doing it. They even if they do that, if they create like an MCU dark, they should still be connected to the MCU. Of course. I'm not saying you have to put this one in every movie or like put the Punisher in like a Captain Marvel movie, but like eventually when you do the big ass like Avengers 5, Avengers 6. Put little 6, nods in it. In the background on the news channel. Have I, like, yeah. oh, uh, you know, Frank Castle guy. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good enough yeah. with that but when you want to have the big ass movie where some oh, crazy villain comes in and you need everybody, up. I want everyone in there. That'd be I want a, everyone uh, in there. An epic moment. I want to see Frank Castle yeah. showing up. I want to see Frank Castle. Yeah. Shotgun into I want it. Yeah, uh, I was say, I want to see Frank Castle show up with Rocket and and the Winter Soldier all blown. Even if he away. came up during Thanos, like yeah. just he just fired a rocket at Thanos. Did nothing to Thanos. He just looks at him like, yeah, what? Fuck. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Just just having a yep. badass moment. Even if he just fired it, it would have been badass. I don't care. Thanos like that didn't do anything. Uh, that's all right. Just seeing that would be cool. Yeah. Like, no, I, I know you what know, you mean. It's still a Punisher. Like there's there's a way to blend them in. You could do it. I would, definitely a way to do it. I would like to see... Well, I mean, we, we're, we're going to get this with... Um, but, you know, uh, Cletus Cassidy is Carnage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. think that's another great opportunity to have a real dark, kind of crazy, fucked up, you know... Well, that's a whole separate topic that's, that's, with the whole 
Spider-Man universe in yeah. the no, I, yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm just talking about like, you know, no, as agreed. far as characters course, go, I mean, ser- that's another that, yeah. yeah. This no. that's going to yeah. be that's going to be a real test because I'm trying to think of what um, Marvel other No, I was going to say know. correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, wasn't the original Tobey Maguire series supposed to head towards him and they decided they didn't want to do the, it? The fourth one was, 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 was the fourth right, one. That was the third one. Spider-Man 4. No, no, Venom Venom and Sandman were the third one and I had heard the fourth one was supposed to Okay, I wasn't sure if the Carnage was the third or the fourth. I know the definite was uh, Lizard. I I no. remember hearing the, the, the definite was a uh, vulture. That was the definite. Okay. John Malkovich was supposed to be vulture. Okay. That would have been interesting. And then yeah. uh, what's your face, Catwoman from Dark Knight? Uh, oh, uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, she was Anne supposed Hathaway's to be, be Black, Black Cat, Cat, but then they changed her into the Vultress. Like she was gonna be his. Oh, that would have been. Stupid. Yeah. So I was like, huh? Bur- Which is kind of funny. So she went from Black Cat to Catwoman. That's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, Vulture was the main. I don't know if Carnage was show. Maybe eventually, but I, well, I, isn't I, he's, uh, Woody Harrelson supposed to be Carnage in the new he's Venom be in movie? He's in Venom too, right? Yeah. yeah. He is so not I the think, same universe. I, I think though, the fear, but the fear of back MCU? then. I mean, maybe eventually. Maybe. Hopefully, I mean, if they oh, get no, 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 no. You definitely have a shot at that happening one day. I. That's the but, thing. That, that but could but be a can't they not use Venom though? No, they can. Do I mean, they can't use Spider-Man in the Venom movie though. They can if they wanted to. They're, they're Sony owns. To. Yeah, Sony owns Sony Spider-Man, so they could. But they have to get it done. Like Sam and Disney have to. Collaborate. Well, that's what I'm saying. To get, yeah, I mean, I would love to get you know we Venom could into. Even, a, we could even get Venom. But listen, Sony, I would love a Venom Sony Man. has to just yeah. collaborate with Disney. I would love a real Venom. Like, like, you not ha- like Disney would have to pay Sony one. to use Venom. Yeah, of course. But if Sony's smart, I mean, uh, let Disney I, do whatever they want. I agree. That's They'll make it money regardless. Yeah. Well, it's like that meme that was going around when uh, they wouldn't give Disney the Spider Man again. They were like, um, "We'll just buy everything." No, it was like oh, it was uh, it was uh, Sony going, "Why make?" Billions when we can make millions, <laughs> you know, and it's just it's fucking truth, man. I mean, oh yeah, they took a step, down. yeah, yeah, big step down. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I can't think of Marvel characters that would be really good for like a more darker and grittier, um, like what would be like a grittier kind of Wolverine. But then again, yeah, Disney Wolverine's play, the other one too. Yeah, Disney Wolverine play the safe route and try to get the kid audience for Wolverine because X Men and all yeah. that. Yeah, so we got I Wolverine, so. Carnage, we have Punisher. Well, see, uh, what he, here's the thing: it, it depends on are they going to try to push X Men first or Deadpool? Because Deadpool, they've already went on record. I'm pretty sure and said yeah, that kids hey, love Deadpool. So what's the, right? Who cares so about making it dark? If kids already love Deadpool, do you go the route of playing safe and PG Deadpool? Or no, do you go, no, no, no. They they've no, gone on record and said like we're going to do it, but it wouldn't be dark though. No, it would just be, be, it'd be adult, but it wouldn't yeah. be like dark as in like Watchmen or so we mean Dark Knight, right? Be- because none of Deadpool's comics are dark. Of course, they're, they're yeah. They're just yeah. bad yeah. shit crazy. I mean, if I'm you talking about like a real daughter, dark arc. Which one? Ellie, when he had the daughter Ellie, and that was dark. that one was, no, dark, that was dark. But dark. I'm I'm thinking like go no, back I know to what you mean, yeah, from 1991 up until now. Oh uh, no, it was a comic stick. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, so I guess the best bet would be even when even when he was serious in the beginning. For all anybody out there who really who, who doesn't know, when Deadpool was first created in 1991, what? he was not how he is now. He, he was, was yeah. a serious assassin. He was a copycat character. of Deathstroke. He was mm-hmm. a copycat of DC's Deathstroke. He was a serious character. He didn't play games. He was out there to do what he's got to do. And then what would you say, like around mid 90s, somewhere around there? That's when he got. That's when I forgot the Deadpool that we know. Yeah, about. I forgot who took who took over the project to, and was, was writing it, those was comics. It Fabian was it in the keys. I think. Well, he, he was part. Well, of the, he was the he was original writer, but I think he took it, or even Joe Kelly took it and made. I it. think. So so and they kind of made him funny. Made and him funny, and you know it worked. It, it made, worked. It was something different. It wasn't Deathstroke anymore. It wasn't a copycat, and you know he was unique. And I think that's why himself. he exploded. He, has, he broke the fourth wall all the time. You know that's something different. Who doesn't want something different? Yeah, man. I mean, I know growing up, the only time I ever saw something like that was the Fresh Prince. He used to break the fourth yeah. wall all the yep. time. Yep, and Saved by the Bell a little bit too. Zach Morrison. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. That was the Zach Morrison. Jeez, Zach, Zach Morris. Zach <laughs> Morrison. Yeah, but that uh, was that, just like that was more of him being a narrator. Like he would when the Fresh time. Prince yeah. broke, broke the fourth wall, oh, yeah, he was very the fourth obvious. wall in the yeah. comics. It was, yeah. it was like, yeah, he was just being an idiot. Yeah, like the beautiful Joe approach. Right. Mm. What about um, Ghost Rider? Could be another dark character Ghost they can Rider. use. Ghost Rider, but you have to really not do um, Nicholas Cage. Rider. No, I want Gabriel Luna, who played him in the Shield TV show. They will definitely disagree on that. I mean, listen, he did a great job. I just. I love how hell involved. And, I, I want to go the original route. You either go Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch. Okay, Danny, because d- d- see, Johnny Blaze, of course, is the original Ghost Rider. Danny, though, was the '90s, and he that series lasted a while, almost 100 issues, like that, and that became 
you know, in the night. Well, if you us growing up, if you want to do that, and you want to do, like, I want a motorcycle on fire. Yeah, and you, if you want to go that route and I go want. go visit, like Corey said, or you want to visit more we can of get hell. A few Ghost Riders to get a whole universe going on. Well, wasn't that the original Hulu plan, and then they decided to scrap? <laughs> it that? was just Diego. Well, you still have the Son of Satan going on, but right. Either way, you can get a whole universe of Ghost Riders, and they team up, go to hell. Well, the, well, regardless, even if you do that, uh, you need Mephisto for that. Yes, we do. Because he actually, he, created, be, he that, created that could be he could be a whole Avengers villain himself. We'll it's, see what happens. Know. Maybe maybe down the line we'll get him. Yeah, so Ghost Rider would be good. So we got Ghost Rider. Is Moon Knight dark? I don't know. I've never, I've never read all Moon Knight. See, all right. But he's crazy. He's, he's very dark. He's, he's very getting dark. his own show. In I'm reading a list Disney right Plus, now of all these characters. Dark? I would like to hope so. He's psycho. insane. I love it. For anybody out there who doesn't know, there is a character in the Marvel Universe called Moon Knight. Um, Mark Spector. Mark Spector. That's his actual name He's the Batman. Of the Marvel Universe, but that's what he looks like. But he's psycho. psycho. Like he's a billionaire philanthropist, just like Batman. But he's just—he's he's, an ex-army he's guy. He's got like yeah, ex, yeah. He's like a. So he's got a huge, huge, sickening case huge of PTSD. Background. Yeah, and he's got like a three personalities. So he's at least three more now. So but. basically, so basically, his his whole shtick is he, well, yeah. But his whole shtick is he'll create a different persona depending on the situation at hand. Right. So, like, if he has to go investigate this one person, like, he'll create a persona to, like, infiltrate. Just for that. Just for that. And then when that's done and he f- solves that and he's got to go do something else, he'll create a whole other persona. Like, he's he's crazy. No, so... No, he, a, he'd be perfect he's, for... He's pretty dark. Rated R. See, he, see and here's what the what the weird thing of it and why it's, his, his show, I think, is going to be the most interesting, especially uh, if they do see, it right. See, I've, I've always loved Moon Knight, so I'm very uh, excited because for the show. Because not only is he... PTSD, not only is he crazy, he's kind of has a low-key Deadpool um, sense of humor. Like, if you read his comics... Oh, the, uh, Mr. Knight character. Right. If you read yeah. his comics, he's like, he's very dark, and then, like, he, he, he's, he's crazy, he has all these multiple personalities, but every now and then, like, he'll, he'll say something, like, the dialogue that they write for him sounds like it could come out of Deadpool. Because he talks to himself, because he's got these different personalities. Or even if he's talking to other people. Like, yeah. there was, um... You don't know who you're getting when you... You don't know who night. you're getting, and that's Which why... Which is like, scary. It's scary. Yeah. I would want to be, like, a, a no. villain or a robber. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. Nope. But... You know, if, 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 you know, if Disney and MCU, if they're like, we're going to do this justice, we're going to see how accurate the comics that this, yeah. this TV show is going to be. I mean, I think even anybody could take a dark route. Look at Iron Man, right? Look at the comic books. You know, he was a big alcoholic. Big you alcoholic. You could take that. I mean, they started it a little bit in Iron Man 2. Yep. But, they you know, teased it, but they didn't really go right. They didn't. Into he it. was a huge. That was a big arc in the comic book. Huge where, arc in in the eighties, seventies, eighties. Yeah, I think around that. there, it was to the point where the, if anybody demon out, in a bottle, yeah, demon in a bottle was was the story where he just becomes a rippingly a raging alcoholic. Yeah. It's a wreck. And that would have been good for the third to, one. I think until this day, he still until this day, he has issues. Yeah. It's been like thirty years, right. and he's he's always like, I want to drink. I want to go. Nope, nope, nope. Well, because if you look at that, the third movie. When he was going, th- he was having all those, those panic attacks and reliving New York and all that. That would have been a real that good way to do a it. A great time to introduce that. Because that then, story, yeah, that's the yeah. only thing that helps him. Maybe, yeah, you know? and that could have been one of those, um, like those those character maybe arcs where, like, in the Avengers, and that's maybe how he right. got drunk and made Ultron or some shit. So like, that, that's um, something that that story been. was actually really great because, for those of you who don't know, um, that actually basically created War Machine. So obviously everybody knows from the movies James Rhodes, his best friend. Mm-hmm. You know he's the military guy. He still can get the war machine armor. When Tony first becomes a belligerent drunk and can't function, uh, Rhodey actually becomes Iron Man for a while. He takes up the mantle and right. he's Iron Man. And then once Tony cleaned himself up as a thank you, he created the war machine armor for Rhodey. So like obviously I know in Iron Man two they did it completely different. The U.S. you know he stole yeah. the suit from Tony and he took it back to the army base and then they brought in Justin Hammer to go do all this you know give him all the guns and they made the armor. That's not even close to what happens in the actual comic. The actual comic is a lot darker. You know Tony was drunk, he was like belligerent, couldn't function. Nope. Rhodey took over for him as Iron Man, and then when he was better as a thank you, you know he's like here here's a present, and then he became War Machine. I mean, no, this, I this goes back to this goes back like, to why like I'm so big on the comics because like, yeah, like you know Marvel made you know 23 billion dollars off of like 18 movies or whatever the hell numbers they're up to now and like yeah all the movies for the most part are great some better than others but like 
every movie that I've seen, there's been at least a couple of things where I was like, God, that's not what happens. But I understand that they're trying to do well, it yeah, a little you different. Get the casual fans right, because you got to get the casual. They shy away from the adult themes. They, they, they do. They really kind of do these universal, fluffy kind of moments. And, and they save their own ass by saying that the MCU universe is its own alternate reality in the Marvel multiverse. It's yeah, it's not, a different planet, right? Like planet, or Earth, it's, whatever. It's just a different. I mean, if you look at the Captain America movies, they had a little dark. You know, it was kind of dark. In it the, was a little the, bit. Winter yeah. Soldier had a good, you know. Yeah. Winter Soldier is probably one of the best I ones that, that they've ever made. That was one of the best, you know, of the best movies. Yeah. yeah, but that was definitely had a dark tone Phenomenal. to it. You know, yeah. here's my best friend, who I thought was dead for many, many years, and now I find out he's a mass murderer yeah. and mm-hmm. you know for hire. And I, I think that and the other best real, uh, I don't even want to necessarily say even an adult theme, but real serious moment and serious theme in the whole MCU. Was in Civil War, and it was that moment between I love Civil War. That was a great movie. Captain oh, Iron Man and Bucky, and it was just oh, those three squaring when he found off out that he killed his parents. Yeah, oh. that fucking hit me. One of the probably the best moment in that no the, legit, the whole that, time. That moment, Tony looks at Steve, and he saw like he he here's Tony and Steve, and Tony's thinking, "Wow, here's Steve, my 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 friend right now. I've known him for a few years. Now we teamed up, but now he's betraying me." With this guy who killed my parents, how does that make him feel? Like that's a big emotional. That's a yeah, that's a hard right now. Like that, I would feel. I would feel 100 betrayed. The gravity of that sequence. Yeah. Fucking. When I saw that in theaters, you saw I was like, "Holy Robert shit! Johnny I Jr.'s cannot eyes, believe like, really that this is going him. on right now." Yep. That they have not recreated that very often in no. the entire MCU. Maybe when Tony died, and then the snap, maybe. But not even those two, honestly, didn't have that same kind of gravity no. that that moment did. Because those were two characters. No. That really were torn apart. Mm-hmm. The snap, I think, was just more surprising. I mean, that's than why in else. Endgame it was nice when they uh, met up again and kind of yeah. here's your shield back. Yeah. It was like, ah, it was a little. But they, they, they like they they really shy away from that in all the movies. And then every time they try to touch upon something, look, even when uh, what was it, Guardians two, mm-hmm. when Rocket and um, Yondu were talking, and they had the, like this real serious moment yep. together, and I'm like, wow, that was really fucking crazy. And then Rock has to make a joke, and I'm like, all right, fuck it, never mind. They yeah. ruined it. Well, you at least know. had a nice moment with you know. Yeah, I totally that agree. Was well. yeah. It was a great Before moment. Before he died, you know, yep. I'm your daddy. Yeah, I'm your daddy. But just yeah. like every time they try to do something that's heartwarming and you know, heartbreaking, they always throw, they always throw they a joke. Fucking in throw that joke in. Yep. Maybe Black Widow dying was another one, but I'm glad they didn't fuck it up with a joke. Yes. But they passed but, over it too quickly. But this also goes back to, because I think we may have talked about this in the past, whether it was on you know, on the podcast or not, but uh, her death would have meant even more if they did her movie seven years ago. 100% agreed. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to get it, this movie. It had, ca- the casual fan would have known her more. Absolutely. I, yep. I think for the most part, only the comic book fans knew Black Widow. For, for the, the most, most part. You know, like when she you had her own debuted in Iron Man 2, oh, right. everyone was like, who's this? Right. Who that? Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, she's hot. So, yeah. like, let's, you know, we she like Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. But, you know. But I, I just think it would have, her eventual death in Endgame would have meant yeah. way more. Spoiler alert, by the way. I think at this point, we're I know. Safe. I, know. Yeah. I just want to say that it's, uh, it's been over well, a year. But even with Black Widow, I would have liked, I mean, I have the movie, we haven't seen the movie yet, but. I mean, I'm going off the trailer here, but I would have liked to see a darker Black Widow film too, where she's actually like in, in like in the Middle East somewhere, or right. like in war, or like combat, or she's doing this. Like, I mean, I always wanted to see what happened with Budapest, her right? Yeah, you know, Budapest. Right. yeah. What happened in Budapest? That could have been a real it dark situation. Her, you know? her and Barton hinted at that. Like, I don't know. Were they together? Sixty-four times. Did they have like a little yeah, romance I don't know. going? And we never get the. We, and we never will, unless unless they they have a, a scene in this movie. And you know Jeremy Renner. Oh, maybe you think it shows up? Just maybe? shows has it's a camera. Like, it's like, it's like a know. ten minute sequence of Budapest. I would have liked that to be the whole fucking movie, honestly. Yeah. If it was that in Budapest, uh, and it could have been dark. It could have been like, well, obviously in Budapest, but like a real kind of gritty, down to earth sequence of right. Like get away from the fluffy superhero shit and going like this is what war is, and show the like the horror of being in. A real human war. I'm kind of like ho- hero I'm hoping that's what her movie's gonna be. I mean, I mean, even we'll Hulk, even Hulk had uh, the Incredible Hulk with Ed, uh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Yeah, that had, had a good moments. emotional, you know, dark tones to it. I, you know, that's yeah. And then then Hulk became a comedy act, kind of in the next yeah. few movies. That's what oh. so that pissed me off in End uh, in Endgame. Yeah, when Hulk was just a walking joke. Yeah, the, la- the last couple of movies he was pretty much not know, even. Ragnar- yeah, Ragnarok he kicked ass, but at least he still had like a comedy. Like, Tone the whole Professor yeah. Hulk thing, you know, I, I get why they did it because it was different and, you know, hey, here's a new first appearance of a character we could throw into a movie. Like, I get that, but, like, 
especially because of the gravity of the situation and how it was like the big finale of the first 11 years of movies that you made. Yep. Like, he should have been a savage in that fight. Yeah, he was an mm-hmm. abomination in the film. He should. Yeah. It was useless. Yeah. Honestly, what they should have done, in my opinion, redeemed him from Infinity War. Of course. When he oh, got yeah. shellacked. And then you have him fight. Just give us a two-minute fight with them. Because when you're watching the end sequence and he's in the Hulkbuster armor, you're thinking he's going to get pissed off and And change and bust through the armor. It was supposed to happen. And it didn't happen. They cut it out. So I was like, oh, they're going to wait for the next movie where he's going to become, like you said, a complete savage. And they introduced him taking selfies, and I'm like, fuck this guy. And he never got better. Yeah. They went back to New York. Hulk, smash. Uh, Fuck you, Hulk. Go back home. You were useless. (laughs) Even in the, the final war. With the battle. Yeah. He was barely in it. Yeah, he didn't really do he didn't much. didn't do much. There was no I mean, savage moment. There was no well, rematch. There was no nothing. He did wish everybody back to life. But. He did. He, uh, yeah, he that's took, the only... Which he didn't have to... He could have been Bruce Banner the whole movie for the, the smart shit. And he could have transformed to Hulk just later to do that. To do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It really didn't make sense. He didn't press your hopes for the whole fight. film. Right. Yeah. Didn't. Well, so, see, that proves... Marvel does have its flaws as well. Of course they do. They tried too hard with the comedy aspects We are not DC haters, people. No, certainly not. I want to be a believer. I would say we, we will find problems with both franchises. We yeah. will find positives with both franchises. So and hope in both, too. Yes, we, I, want, we want both to succeed. I actively root for the DC movies because of my friends. Because I know I you guys say, cause I know you personally. You despise DC. Yeah. You hate reading DC comic books. Uh, I, but I still want you well, to thank do good. You. I, I appreciate Respect. that. Respect. Yeah. I want them like, to succeed, I have, too. I have many friends. Yeah, look like at me. Them. My favorite superhero is Green Lantern. <laughs> look at my franchise. <laughs> Don't got a lot going on. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, not yet. At least we'll see. We'll DC's see. got some stuff planned. Uh, Hopefully, bring Ryan Reynolds back. Excited. <laughs> Listen, I didn't hate that movie. It had, it had he moments. was good. He was. Ryan Give him a real else, costume. Hey, everything else. Sinestro was, was fantastic. Yeah. I really, you know. Well, yeah, the, which the cost- is a shame that he wasn't the costume, the character. The costume and the writing. Villain. That's what ruined it for me. But yeah. other than that, it's still an enjoyable movie. I mean, you know. well, that Sinestro was like a secondary. <sighs> he Sinestro was great. But he took a back seat. He shouldn't have been the back seat. Or they should, well, because they never, they, I think they set it up to follow up and they realized oh, the no, didn't course. do well. The and they're like, oh, shit. The second one would have been fantastic. But either way, we'll see what happens. We, we got exciting times. We got plenty of years for future movies and whatnot. And we'll see. Maybe one day DC will be the, the top tier and the Marvel will take the back seat. So you never know. You never know what'll happen. A hell of a shift. But um, there's, definitely, there's definitely a lot of stuff planned. So it's exciting a lot times. To, it's exciting times. There's a lot, a lot to it's look forward to. Fun to be a too. nerd. Definitely. It's always Facts. fun to be a nerd. Especially when you're three ugly guys. Three yeah, ugly that's for sure. fucking guys. All right, fellas. That was a good one. Ah, that was. That was, that was, that was got, you know, got out of me. It was good. I feel a lot of stress, you know. So got a lot of steam in the tank, too. But we have to end this here. Oh, sure, I can go on and on. Wrap uh, it up. Yes. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been a lovely time. We, we hope you enjoyed this it. For you guys. And, uh, you know, let us know what you guys think. Yes. Um, what do you like? Are you actually, Team Marvel? Are you Team DC? Team Marvel, yeah. Team DC. We're actually on social media now. You can follow us on Twitter at 3 Ugly Guys. And you can also follow us on Instagram at 3 Ugly Guys Podcast. So give us know, a like, drop a comment. A, yeah, give us a like, drop let a comment. Like. Let us know what you guys are into, what you're not into, what, what you want books, us to talk about. Whatever yeah. you want. Right, and until then, anything. anything. Let's keep this conversation oh. going. You yeah, know? absolutely. Until then, thank you, everyone. As thank always, you. I'm Corey. I am Paul. I'm Joe, and we are three ugly, ugly guys. guys. Ugly guys. Oh,